Okay, Paul. Glitter butts, glitter yeah. butts. Finally, I can talk glitter butts. Okay, so what happened was we were having meetings and Paul just like really wanted to talk about glitter butts, which is just this new trend. It's not even a trend. Two people did it on the internet and there's no <laughs> point to talk about it. It's stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's dumb, but he it's was like, dumb. we have to talk about it. It's we dumb. have to talk about it because it's like people are talking about it, you know? I don't know. I don't understand still, but I thought, hey, how about for the intro of the podcast, you can just have at her and say what you want about glitter butts. Go. I don't know. It's like you put your butts in some glitter. This was all week. All oh my yeah. It's like we, it's like we just I don't know. How do I how do I, how do I just how do I how do how do how do how do I how 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 Okay, calm okay, down, calm okay, down. Okay, don't panic. Okay. Okay, so what are glitter butts? Oh, Paul? I was trying to explain. What is a glitter, glitter butt? butts? Or like why glitter butts is important. <laughs> You can't because all this week. you can't explain it. Because Bossman Johnny and you both were like, mm, I don't think so. Glitter butts, what's the point? What's you in can't it for even me? describe the point. That's why. There is no point. Does everything have to have a point? But you can't even talk about it. You don't even know what it is. What is my mantra in life, Jenny? Glitter butts? No. Oh, say whatever the fuck. Yeah, usually. <laughs> the the real treasure is the friendships you make along the way. Okay. So no, glitter butts is a bad treasure. Glitter butts doesn't mean anything to me. But boy, wouldn't you love hearing about it? Okay, what is it? Oh, it's like at festivals when um at festivals mostly girls. Yeah, they wear like foam bikinis and then they sit in glitter. So that like their butts are all glittery. That's not true. That's not yeah. what it was. Well, no, that's where it came from. Oh. And then now it's a Halloween trend. That people are uh, painting their butts, their nude butts, to look like glittery jack-o'-lanterns. Okay. Pumpkin butts. Yeah. Pumpkin glitter butts. So, like, are you doing that for Halloween? I might. Wouldn't you love it if I showed up to your party and it just looked like I wasn't wearing a costume? But yeah, then like the ass had been cut out of my pants. And I had like a glittery jack-o'-lantern ass. You would love that. I don't think I would. I'd be like, get out of my house. I would be the life of your party. You glitter asshole. I'd be the <laughs> glitter ass. Like, and I would make sure to sit on everything I could too. So yeah. I'd be leaving like imprints no, of my glittery jack-o'-lantern ass okay. on everything around the house. And I would definitely be farting a lot. So the jack-o'-lantern would be like doing poofs. Glitter. <laughs> glitter poofs out. Into the party, <laughs> and that's that, that, would, that would be the life of the party. And I, you know, you like you just can't explain. Sometimes lightning happens, and it's all you can do is capture it in a bottle. Oh. Glitter butts <laughs> is that such a moment? It's we're, we should not ask, you know, why we were given the time we were, just what we can do okay. to make the most of it. And so that's why I was so frustrated this week <laughs> when I was verboten to talk about glitter butts on the radio. Okay. We are presented with this wholly wonderful thing. And I couldn't uh, totally share my right. exuberance about it. <laughs> all right. You and Boss Man Johnny just spoiling my sport, my glitter butt sport. Well, I'm happy you got to talk about it on the podcast. Also, Are today, you? yeah, no, uh, today uh, we're also going to be having a real live ghost as our guest this week. So enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> glitter butts. Bye. Google it. Do a Google of glitter butts. <laughs> Did you hear about that new dating app called The League? <laughs> no. 
it's so that was like a clickbait title (laughs) but uh, it's like a it's a dating app that's for the elite so you actually have to apply to be a part of the pool of people in this dating app and the idea is that it's just for people who have their life together i guess um i decided to try and see if it works out for me and put, and put it put my name in it and apply to We've, see if i will get accepted to the league because i'm i'm curious to see if i'm good enough yeah. i'm not looking for anyone because i am i have a boyfriend but i'm just curious about it i'd like to as well but we're we couldn't do it well it is for vancouver only so i said that <laughs> so you my... don't even live in a metropolitan city <laughs> off the bat oh, you're yeah. not good enough oh, for the league <laughs> That's true. Also, I had some trouble downloading it because I didn't have enough room on my phone. So I think that's a bad sign as You're well. Out. <laughs> I don't have 164 gigabytes on my phone. Oh, so you that's can't even problem. afford 160 gigabytes? But I, I went through all this. They took all my information, right? Like I was like, yeah, have access to my Facebook. Yeah, have access to my LinkedIn. <laughs> and uh, um, apparently there's a wait list, a very long wait list. So they're not even opening up the pool of people. They're not even taking applications. So people want right to be now. on this? Because you were I saying so. there's 5,000 people on this wait list. You apply and then some panel of what? Illuminati judge you as a person and yeah. see whether or not you're good enough to be in this elite dating That's app? That's right. Yeah. So I got a message from one of the concierge people. <laughs> yeah. His name. Oh, I don't know his name. Um, but he goes to Harvard Law School and he says... Finally want to date someone that has their act together and shares your level of ambition. And then it goes on and on to say why they're better than everyone else and stuff. So looking forward to see if I make it into the league. I wish you all the best, Jenny West. Uh, You're supposed to be doing it too, but you didn't download the app. I want to play along with you and get it. I will. All right. I'll play along too and see if I make the league. Yeah. A couple of things. Number one, I didn't think that the, uh, the human commodification of you as a person in your sexuality could get any grosser than it already was with Tinder and Bumble? Congratulations, the league. You've done it. You've made it even grosser. I'm too good for this. And I feel like it's just going to make people lie. It's going to be like, how much money do you make? Uh, 150, right? (laughs) So all you're going to have on this website are the very best liars. That's right. I'll put... Our pretty eyes up against oh. any pretty eyes against any other What's announcers in this radio station. Oh Quinton's in here right that? now. He's got pretty eyes. He's got okay oh, eyes. Boss man, let me Who's look at your, your eyes? eyes. Those are nice. They're not pretty. Oh my god! Not as pretty as ours. What? Uh. what? What's the point? Yeah, I don't know what the point is. Oh, just go and look at our Instagram story today. Jenny and I have uh, like kind of a close-up on our faces. and I know it's not a contest, and I know it's not important for radio, but... Sure is nice that Jenny and I have the prettiest eyes. Like brown. Imagine, like I don't like Jason Lamb. There's no way he's got pretty eyes. Well, he's dead inside. No. And you know, like, um, Dylan, I think is an okay eye, but I don't know. I and like Quintons are okay, but it's you and I. I think you and I have like the prettiest eyes in the whole. Are we having a pretty eye competition? I think we should. Okay. Feeling pretty good and pretty accomplished, though, right now, Jen, as far as your and I's relationship goes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, because I recommended a movie to you based on a trail that I saw, and you went and saw it, and you said you actually liked it. Oh, yeah, I guess you did recommend that. That's right. Yeah, we saw Mandy, 
which is that Nicolas Cage movie. And by the trailer, I didn't really know what it was about. You can't really tell exactly what it was. It just mm-hmm. looked really trippy. And it was very, very trippy, but actually a really good film. Um, it was very gory. It was like heavy metal and an acid trip at the same time, which was interesting. <laughs> okay. And what I was told about the film was that it wasn't very Nicolas Cagey because we all kind of know his style, and, you know. Mm, yeah. But then at one point, it gets Nicolas Cagey, but in the best way possible. It was like perfect for the film. And I, I would recommend it. It was good. Also directed by someone from Victoria, which Whoa. I thought was really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's doing really well. Okay, when you say Nicolas Cagey... <laughs> That could be a lot of things, but I'm immediately thinking the bees, they're in my eyes. From yes. Wicker Man. Yeah. Right? Is that what it was like? Okay, so just like wide-eyed, yelling things, <laughs> yeah. big movements, and yeah, it, yeah, full-on Nicolas Cage. Have you ever seen that movie, The Wicker Man, which I haven't seen? Have you ever seen that movie? I feel like I have. I've only ever seen that clip on the internet where at some point they put bees on oh. his face and that's his worst fear and then he's yeah. screaming. There you go. And they're like terrible CGI bees but Nicolas Cage is selling it with how freaking out he is. That's what you get too in this movie. But like, yeah, get in the most satisfying way. Fantastic. Yeah, you'll love it. Well, you'll also be confused by it and yeah, have weird dreams after and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> TransLink is exploring ways to prevent the racket caused by SkyTrains in Metro Vancouver. The move is a result of a noise study conducted this year. And today on the Afternoon Zone, we would just like to encourage a similar noise study done here in Victoria about all that noise of the peacocks in Beacon Hill Park. also recommend doing a study on the coho toot toots in the inner harbor all night with the toots now over this thanksgiving long weekend neither of us uh, messed with the fairies at all oh no right i uh, I, I sent my family messages love you have a nice turkey yeah. bye Right, who live on the mainland. Same with you. You stayed here. Oh, yeah. Stayed here. But I heard that there was like four sailing weights. Nightmare. And I was looking at videos of people just being unhappy, waiting for a ferry, <laughs> just trying to get to a nice family dinner. What, but what do you mean? That's part of living on the island. I guess it is, right? right? That's the Thanksgiving tradition is, is like a little bit of gravy, a little bit of turkey, and a lot of being miserable with the state of our ferries. Yeah, traveling is pretty bad. But there is hope. Well, I think that there's hope. They're making some changes. Uh, BC Ferries is updating its IT infrastructure. Okay. So the changes that we could be seeing in the next one to two years is that uh, we might be seeing lower fares for less popular sailings. Amazing. Right? Sweet. Get okay. more people on those less popular routes. That's all I want to hear is lower fares. Yeah, I'll sail in the middle of the night, whatever you need. Gets me thinking, though, but what about... Would that mean higher fares for those popular sailings? Oh. Like Thanksgiving, will we be paying more and wait less during Thanksgiving? Is that what you would want? I think we'll just pay some more. Pay more and wait the same. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> see. Um, and then uh, they're also going to allow you to have reservations that are booked and paid in full online prior to uh, your your trip. So it's very similar to airlines in that way, where you buy your plane ticket beforehand. So you could buy your ferry ticket beforehand, and there's no extra fees. No reservation fees is what they're thinking. You just pay up front, and you show up on time like you would to go on an airplane. No wait. You just go on. (laughs) That sounds good. Right? That That sounds sounds pretty good. That sounds really good, good, yeah. And um, 
Yeah, they're just saying that it could just reduce wait times altogether, and it'll also give the crew a better understanding of how many people are going on board and uh, kind of be able to manage that a little bit better. You know what? Great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All I hear about with the ferries is like, oh, we're going to build some new boats. How about you build some new ways for us to not be so mad that we have to do four sailing yeah, lights all the time? and feel so stranded on the island, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. please. So, Jen, this weekend I went um, and looked at, because, you know, I love looking at, like, real estate and stuff mm-hmm. like that and what different places are in Victoria. And if there's an open house, I like to go and check it out. You never know where you want to live. Yeah. So I got to see one of these uh, downtown micro condos. Okay. And I'm so wildly curious if anyone lives in one of these things, what it's about and mm-hmm. how living in it is. Because when we're talking about micro, it's micro, micro. There's not a fridge. There's like a drawer that's cool. Oh. <laughs> and like another drawer that's a freezer. Whoa. It's like it's so small. You don't really have a living room. It's like there's a couch, but it's not really a couch. And then that folds into a bed. Hmm. And that's how you live. It's tiny. It's like 200 square feet. Oh, wow. That's small. Yeah. It's so, and the price of this thing is like... Still very expensive. Yeah, probably the amount of what, like, a family home would have been in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I'm really trying to wrap my mind around in terms of, like, when we talk about um, housing in this town and where we want to live and all that, and you Uh think, like, okay, these micro condos, we can get a lot of them. We can really densify and get more people down in our core. Is that a livable way to even go about it? Could you live in 250 square feet? Well, first of all, I don't even think I could afford ever one of those micro condos. That's the first thing. <laughs> Second of all, you'd really have to change like your lifestyle. It wouldn't yeah. just be you move in, but you'd really have to like become a minimalist. Completely. Because there's no room for things, right? Yes. So that would be a, a big change. But if you had to do that, and it meant you got a, a place to live, I would. I guess I would do it. Would you do it? I mean, I, I don't know. If someone gave it's it to so you for free, fed. here you go. Yeah. You have to live in it for a year, oh, but here it is for free. For free, yeah, I'd do you it. You would do it? Really? Oh, for sure. I don't even know if I could do it that long. My, my issue with the micro condos is when it's not much more than a hotel room, mm-hmm. but it's still priced at like multiple hundreds and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Does it just become a thing where an investor buys it and then Airbnbs it? Oh. And that's all it is. And it's not actually a real place to live for anybody except for it's a hotel room pretty much. Oh, right. World's Mental Health Day. That's right. And it it's interesting because I feel like there is a day for everything now. There's a world day or a national day for, mm-hmm. you know, brownies or whatever. But I think that this is one that we should pay attention to. Uh, world Mental Health Day. I think it is important to, you know, start a conversation about your own experiences. And that will really create... Uh, a community that is supportive of mental health and that takes it seriously, just like physical health as well. And um, I think a lot of people think that, you know, they are not worthy of support or they don't deserve support because they're not, you know, maybe clinically ill or, you know, they're just kind of going through ups and downs, like daily upside ups and downs, and they don't think that they need that support. Um, But mental health isn't just about being, you know, clinically ill. It's about those everyday experiences, those human experiences. And I think everyone can relate to that or at least know someone who can relate to that. And what's so interesting is um, I was talking to my friend just the other day about this and um, I've been suffering with uh, just like really bad anxiety. I've been having panic attacks. So last week I took a couple days for mental health and talking to her, um, we were just discussing how hard it is 
to go from realizing that you're anxious or have a problem and actually going and talking to someone like a professional mm. that can be so hard and i still to this day haven't done it mm. i know i get these panic attacks i know that i clearly have something that i need to work on but the feeling of you know going and talking to someone gives me crippling anxiety as well so it's something that i want to avoid and she was in the exact same boat and i was so surprised to hear that she too found it incredibly difficult to go talk to someone but now since talking to her she's actually given me the name of the person she's been seeing oh, wow. and yeah that was just such like a helpful conversation to have and this was someone that i've never talked to about mental health with and i had no idea she was kind of going through the same thing so that's why i think today is so important and if you too you know are are thinking about oh i need to go and talk to someone but i'm afraid like use this as your push to make that appointment or at least maybe not talk to a professional yet if you're too scared to do that, but talk to a friend or a family member just to start off. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. are good steps to start. Yeah. Take for sure. Um, I did a, a quick Google just simply of uh, mental health resources on Vancouver Island and South Vancouver Island or Victoria, or whatever. And of course there are lots. So if you do that yourself too, it's a good place to start. Uh, I'm uh, very interested in here, the South Island center for counseling and training. They mm-hmm. offer resources for all kinds of things between addictions, anxiety, eating disorders, grief and loss, abuse, trauma, uh, spiritual guidance, uh, marriage and family, divorce and separation, you know, the suicide prevention as well, even just parenting Mm -hmm. uh, resources on all these things. Um, They even offer income-based counseling services, so kind of sliding scale type of thing. So once again, those resources, those uh, people are out there. Um, Great reminder, Jen. Yeah, go out and if you feel like you need it, take advantage Mm -hmm. if there's stuff in your life that you know is good for you and you don't do often enough like today i feel like i got to work early today and i feel like i've been staring at a screen for the last 10 straight hours Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go screenless tonight i know that's good for my yesterday you saw me i was a mess yesterday Mm -hmm. right you saw i was in such a mood and like it was really affecting me i'm realizing that about me i'm gonna be like i'm gonna do that thing that i think helps me Mm-hmm. unplug for a bit tonight you know what I mean try and only look at paper or books and you know what I mean talk to people do the things that uh, you know are taking good care of yourself mm-hmm. it's an important thing and that's why today is important so alright so Thanksgiving is over so now that means we get to focus on Halloween so we get to talk about everything spooky all the time Jenny refuses to speak to me today unless she's referring to me as a voice from the spirit world ooh Okay, I'm just going to ramp up my spirit box here so I can talk to some ghosts. Let's see if anything comes through. I feel a presence in the room. Spirit, are you there? Yes, it's me, Jenny, your co-host, <gasps> Paul. <gasps> Did you hear that? Okay, it's been like this all day. <gasps> Hello, Spirit, are you talking from another dimension? No, I'm talking from two feet away from you over a desk. I think I hear something. Okay, anyways, on the show today, we have some Stein and Dine tickets <gasps> to give away. <gasps> to be in your present spirit. This is your month, kid. This is your time to shine. It is. I'm very happy about this. Now we can finally focus on Halloween. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I brought a little prop today. Now, can I I explain? In the intro today, we talked about your spirit box, but go ahead and tell what it is. Okay, so a spirit box is a way that you can communicate with ghosts, and mm-hmm. it goes through radio frequencies. It just keeps on sweeping the stations, and the thought is that ghosts can actually communicate through these frequencies. So if you hear any voices, 
throughout it. It sounds like this. I don't know if you can hear it. There you go. It sounds like that. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on to it. Just turn that down for a sec here. Because okay. we did get, we got a voice coming through when we were recording um, the intro today. Here's, That's right. Here's what we got. What sounds to me like a kid saying hello. Yeah. Let's hear that again. Oh, it okay. does. Spooky. It does. Spooky. All right. So so now what we want to do, I think, for the entire rest of this month leading up to Halloween is yeah. leave the spirit box here. Let's try and get as many, like, dialogue going as much as we can between us and the spirit world. Yeah, let's do it. But I also don't want this to take over our entire show. Because we could do that, but that's a lot. Because I imagine you sit at home in your bedroom for hours at a time <laughs> trying to commune with spirits. <laughs> You don't know what I do on my free time, mm-hmm. but it's similar to that. So yes. I'm going to put it like a 30 second time limit on okay. you. Okay. Okay. We're going to turn up and on the spirit box. You just go ahead and okay. try and talk to whatever spirits come through. I'll give you 30 seconds on the clock. Go okay. Ahead. Is there any spirit with us today? <gasps> what was that? Is there any spirit with us today? What's your name? What is your name? Is there a spirit in this building that we can communicate with? (gasps) What was that? (laughs) Sorry, can you repeat yourself? Is there a spirit with us? What is your name? There's a woman. Okay, there's a woman. Did you get a word out of her, though? I want to, like, write down. I want to write down what we're getting. Did anything? I didn't get a word. It was a mumble. It was a mumble. Uh-huh. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. No, it was good. It's a good place to start. Okay. All right. We think that maybe we heard a woman. Maybe. Okay. Uh, we'll try again tomorrow and, and every yeah, day. If you have any questions to ask as well, we That's can right. do that. All right. Cool. Well, Jen, it's mm-hmm. your favorite time of the year. It is. You've been, you've had this spirit box now for how long? Oh, uh, since my birthday. I got it as a birthday present from my boyfriend. Your boyfriend, in the sweetest gesture, bought you a broken radio tuner. It's not a broken radio tuner. It's a spirit box that allows you. marketing genius wrote the word spirit box on it. And now this is a way for ghost hunters like you and I. You're not a ghost hunter. (laughs) To talk to the other ghostly realm. Yes, it gives them a way, a, a platform to talk and to communicate through radio frequencies. Right. So what happens is it goes through radio stations really, 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 really quick. And apparently it allows ghosts to talk through that. Now, when I die, if I'd like to uh, talk through these radio frequencies, do you think there'll be a crash course in like the ghostly realm? Of course, yeah. It's a ghost me. college. Go- ghost college, like it's, like it's a technical program, like it's a two year, like it's a technical. Yes. Or it's like, do I get a diploma in working the radio frequencies to talk to the people who are having seances? Okay. Yes. Is there a handbook like that's in right. Beetlejuice? Yeah, is that that's it is? exactly it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've done this yesterday, and we got you know okay results. Uh, this is uh, some of the audio we had yesterday. Hello. So that, you know what? That made me a believer. That sounds like a, a young person saying hello. Right? Hello. Let me get a slow motion. Okay. All right. And then at some point yesterday, too, you thought that this sounded like someone saying yeah, like a woman was going yeah. Right? Is that what yeah. you think? 
Just play it normally. I don't know what you're doing to it. There it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How much ectoplasm do you think it takes from the ghosts each time to just go like this? It's a lot of energy. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you want to go ahead and do this again? Uh, yep. Okay. I'm going to give you one minute. You want to set the mood? Okay. So we've lit a candle to set the mood here. Maybe that'll help spirits come forward. Okay. I'm going to ask some questions here. I got one minute? Yeah. Okay. One minute. On the clock, go. Hello, is there anyone in this room with us? Go to back? Did you hear that? Yes. Okay, go back to what? Go back to where? Did you say go back? What is your name? What is your name? How how did you die? How did you die? What are you searching for? What would you like to communicate to us? You can say anything. Okay. If you're here with us now, blow out the candle. Blow out the candle if you're here with us. Okay, that's a minute. The candle didn't get blown out. No, it sure didn't. Um, okay, here's here's a Did little bit. Did you hear that? I've isolated. Yeah, yeah. Here, listen to Go to, to the this. back? Yeah, we. I heard go to back. Listen to this. Okay. That's neat. But what? what is this? What are they saying here? I don't know. Algae. Algae? Nalgene? Nalgene, like the, the water, water bottle? bottle? Nalgene. I don't know. Okay, one more time. Please, donors, like, if you have better ears than us, I'm going to turn this up nice and loud. What do you hear the spirit is telling us in this little message? Apology. What? Apology? Oh, come on. Really? Apology. I don't know. Okay, text us. Has this been a successful reach out to the ghostly realm, do you think, Technology. People are saying allergy? Technology? I don't know. The mystery continues. Oh, look who's here. Jason Lamb, everybody. Jason! You heard the spirit box earlier today, and yeah, you were spooked by it? It kind of spooked me out. Do you want to turn it on there, Jen? You want to get your spooky spirit box going quickly? I heard the little boy say hello. No, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, so, no, he go. did say hello. He said his name was Cameron, we'll and he's Put that microphone up next to it there. Okay. okay. Do you want to ask it some stuff? Yes. There we go. When am I going to die? Um, that's kind of like a... Yeah, why would a ghost know that? Yeah. I don't know. Ghosts They're not know psychics. Things. They're just humans Is there a ghost in the room with us right now? Speak or forever hold your silence. <laughs> Shut up, Jason. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Did you hear that? Get out and go back oh. to the morning show. I did hear something there. Who are you? Nothing. But see, we're on the radio right yeah. now. So yeah, what yeah. if, like, it so scans by us and... Talking to ourselves. Yeah, talking to ourselves. Whoa. Send her, you You're can send your sexy, own message. You're sexy, Jason Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm yet to believe in your broken radio spirit. Hey, box. it's not a broken radio I thought spirit it was like box. an official ghost thing. I didn't know it was a broken it radio. Fi- it's called found the it Goodwill. ITC research device. It's the PSB7 spirit box. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a real thing.
People use it in like those, uh, you know, spooky shows and movies yeah, and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it works great. <laughs> <laughs> Made a believer out of me. That's for sure. You guys. I went into this thing like thinking like, oh, maybe maybe we will talk to a ghost. And then when I first heard it, I thought Brian was having a stroke doing the mixtape, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Jason Lamb, everybody. Jason Lamb, thank you. Thanks for coming in. Now, we've been doing it at work, and I don't know, Jen, if it's like there's no ghost in this building, or maybe it's like all the technology is interfering, but we haven't been having a lot of luck. Nothing incredible has happened while we're recording it. But I do have to say, I brought it home. And my house is a haunted house. It's on the ghostly walks. In Notoriously Victoria. haunted. It is a haunted house in Victoria. And I, I used it. And um, I asked it a few questions. And it said, watch out for the cameras. What? Like that long phrase, watch out for the cameras. And I asked what the name was of the spirit that I was talking to. And they said, Dennis. And get this. There was a person named Dennis who lived in my house at one point. Dennis Harris was married to Martha Harris, who were the, well, Martha was the daughter of James Douglas. Uh, Of James Bay, of Douglas Street. Yeah, James Douglas. The ghost you know to be living in your house talked to you through the spirit box. Yeah, but I didn't record that, of course, because I'm silly. I'm spooked. All right, well, let's fire it up then today and see if these spirits will actually say anything to us of value. Um, We've lit the candle. Here we go. Hopefully that entices them. What was that? It said I can hear you? Are you kidding? Send us your message. What is your message for us today? In the afternoon zone. I love this message from Alicia who texted and said, uh, this spirit box seriously scares the S out of me. Mm-hmm. Can you turn it back on there? Can, we, can I hear it? This is from the spirits. Spirits! There is a zoner named Alicia who wants you to visit them. No! In the night. That's not nice. Go, go after a zoner named Alicia. No, how, about, how about you haunt Paul instead? He could use a haunting. Haunt Paul. Nothing. Yeah, good. Go for it. Haunt me all you want. You know what I'll say about that? I ain't afraid of no Oh, ghost. my God. Gas prices are up. We're being asked to turn the thermostat down and keep our natural gas consumption low after this big, massive pipeline explosion. But not everything's negative. There are some positives that we can focus on. Yeah, like, for instance, your grandmother is going to be so happy that you're finally using that blanket that she knit for you around the house. And don't worry about gas prices. It's a beautiful day out. And we have those bike lanes that you love so much that you can finally use. Nifty bike lanes. Cozy sweaters. Tonight, there is a uh, an educational seminar happening at the Trees downtown on Low Ye, Lower mm-hmm. Yates. Uh, it's like a, that's a dispensary, right? Yep. 
Um, and it's a weed educational seminar, mm-hmm. which is so good. You know, it's like these things are happening and popping up and um, to help uh, with the education of like this is a massive thing that's happening in our country. Recreational weed legal next week. Mm-hmm. I got my postcard from my good friend, Justin. Uh, Justin. Yes. Is that true, though? Yes. <laughs> Well, that's what I kept saying. I was like, ah, my friend Justin sent me a postcard, everyone. No, but check your um, your mail because these like educational postcards are really going out with a bunch of info about weed on it. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, it's awesome that the government is really just trying to like clear the smoke around uh, around cannabis and the use of it and everything. And I think it's awesome. Um, if you, I, I just feel like there's like a lot of stereotypes around yeah. weed and people just think, you know, it's, it's a drug that gets you high, man. Yeah. But... There's a lot to learn about it. There are different strains, uh, different effects. And if you don't already know and you're thinking about using it when it becomes legalized, I would definitely recommend going and taking advantage of the education that the government is putting out there. Totally. Mm-hmm. Because depending on who you talk to, you know, if you're just like chatting with your buds, there's another one. Oh, nice. Um, depending what their experience is with it. It's mm-hmm. like I always figured like because I always grew up, my buds always constantly just like a ton of weed smoking going on. So it just became very normalized for me. Yeah. I didn't do it myself. I don't really like it, but I, so so it doesn't make a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. And you find that when you're talking to other people, though, it's like it's everything between like it's the devil's lettuce and it's really a bad thing and this is going to be a horrible thing for our country right on down to like it's the best thing of all time and it will cure your cancer mm-hmm. and it's like you can never smoke too much of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so obviously the truth lies somewhere in between those two extremes and this is great, and we, should, we all ought to be taking advantage of the education that is getting presented to us. Yeah, so again, the seminar tonight is at Trees on Yates Street, so Lower Yates area, between 6 o'clock and 8 p.m. So maybe you can hit that up after work. It's wild and interesting times we're living through, Jenny West. It's true. What did you want to talk about, Paul? You want to talk about uh, pumpkin pie? I've been sitting on this for two days. I know. You've been really wanting to talk about this. Really excited to talk about glitter butts. No! No, we're not just, kidding, about just butts. kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Google glitter butts, though, and let me know. But, oh, um, okay, last night I had a piece of pumpkin pie. Big deal, Plastino. Boring, lame, fake news. Get off the radio. You're dumb. Great. Here's what made it so much tastier than any p- piece of pumpkin pie I've ever had in get my to life. It. If pumpkin pie has one flaw oh God, or one shortcoming is that eh, maybe the texture's not, you know, there's no crunch to it. It's like, it's kind of mushy in your mouth. And that's fine. If you get a good ice cream or a whipped cream on it as well, delicious. Get to the point. Now, this pumpkin <laughs> pie had on it Oh, you mocked, Jen, but just wait, okay? This is going to change your whole pie game. Roasted Seasoned pumpkin seeds. Big whoop. On t- no, you <laughs> say big whoop, but try it, pumpkin kid. Pumpkin seeds are hard to eat. No. The shell and everything, they're really, no. they're difficult to eat. That's ridiculous. You're weak. Oh. Your teeth are weak. Strengthen <laughs> your teeth up. When's the last time you went to the dentist? Um. Sprinkle the roasted. Okay. Ago. When you do a pumpkin, you do a jack-o'-lantern, mm-hmm. yeah? What do you do with the seeds? Do you roast, roast them? them, yeah. Okay. Salt them, season them. Okay, save them, put them mm. on a pumpkin pie. Okay, along with the whip, 
Changes everything. I Adds get- a crunch to the bite of pie. Okay, I guess it's a good way to use the whole pumpkin, so good for you. Revolutionary! Uh, I don't know if it's revolutionary, revolutionary. I don't know if it's revolutionary. Revolutionary. Thank me later, everyone. Okay, let's let's get out of here. Let's let people have their Thursday nights. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night. Revolutionary. <laughs> This is the news on the PJ Party Podcast. Here's Jenny West. An Enbridge natural gas pipeline ruptured last night about 15 kilometers northeast of Prince George, which Fortis BC says feeds its system. The utility is asking customers across the province to avoid non-essential use of natural gas as it expects a decrease in energy flow and a potential loss of service for up to 700,000 customers. Um, also, did you see the the videos that came out of that? The flame yeah. that that rupture produced was unreal. Yes. It went Huge. beyond beyond like the clouds and everything. It was yeah, yeah crazy. The ruptured gas line near Prince George means there will be a spike in gas prices in BC. And we've probably already seen it. Yep. Uh, GasBuddy.com says gas refineries in Washington State have been affected. Those refineries use natural gas to power facilities that produce gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel, uh, leading to the cost increase. They're advising drivers to buy only the fuel that they need until prices drop to regular levels. I like to see that they do think that they will drop again, which is good. It's not just forever. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's very rare that a thing will happen where I, you know, I was like, I think like, oh, maybe I should change my behaviors. Maybe mm-hmm. I should drive less this week. But this feels like one of those things. You know, it's not just a, oh, gas prices are up again. It's like, oh, no, something really happened here. Yeah. You know, and uh, we're, it feels like a gouging, like a regular old gouging, but maybe it's something that should affect your behaviors if possible. Mm, interesting. And Florida Governor Rick Scott says there is unimaginable destruction in the wake of Hurricane Michael. More than 900,000 homes and businesses in Florida, Alabama, uh, Georgia, and the Carolinas are without power. Video from a CNN helicopter off Mexico Beach shows entire blocks of home near the water just completely washed away, Mm. leaving nothing but concrete slabs in the sand. Yeah, it's it's really heartbreaking footage and just a heartbreaking thing that's happening. Uh, The storm is expected to drop about 18 centimeters of rain over the Carolinas and Virginia before pushing out to sea tonight. It's really hard to imagine, especially when we have a nice day like today in mm-hmm. Victoria. I've been seeing, um, this has kind of swirled up debate again about um, you know, it's like when you get this increased intensity and frequency of storms like this, um, this is stirred up as well as that incredibly damning report from world climate scientists mm-hmm. earlier this week. It's like it's really stirred that up again is like, can we take action to lessen these like real world consequences now? Is this due to, you know, climate change activities that are going on? And is there something we can do? Yeah, that's a big topic. It's a big I one. It's a big one to wrap your mind around. Yeah, I know. But here we are seeing what looks like the consequences. A new report says BC wild salmon are facing a series of complex threats that require urgent and strategic intervention. The report released by the new Wild Salmon Advisory Council says it's clear that overall abundance has declined since the 1950s. Hmm. The report says poor marine survival rates, changing ocean conditions, habitat loss, and inadequate water quality are all taking a toll on salmon. The council makes 14 recommendations for a made-in-BC strategy to protect salmon, including restoration habitat and working with indigenous communities on harvest and conservation goals. I hope they can make those goals because that's mm-hmm. just so important. It's so important. 
um, for their populations. But like, imagine, just think about the food chain too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and on up it goes. Yeah. We were just looking at all those bears up in Alaska who really depend on salmon, and they pack back like thousands and thousands of calories worth of salmon a day, so they can get just nice and big and fat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we, that's necessary and. All the uh, nutrients that they lay in the riverbeds, you know what I mean? Like as yeah. they spawn and everything. Like salmon are an important part of the ecosystem. Yeah, it's beyond just salmon for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And the provincial government is being urged to approve ride hailing services in B.C., As the legalization of recreational marijuana approaches next week, the founder of the National Institute for Cannabis Health and Education, Berinder Rassoud, says she fears the number of people driving while high will go up when there are no safe and affordable alternatives available. The province has said ride hailing services won't be available in B.C. until at least the fall of next year. Please, can we? I'm embarrassed. There's another reason to do it, you know? Yes, please. And the owner of the Alberta trucking company involved in the fatal Humboldt Broncos bus bus crash has been charged. Alberta Transportation Minister Brian Mason says Sakinder Singh is charged with noncompliance with federal and provincial safety regulations over a six-month period. 16 people were killed and 13 were injured when a semi-trailer and the Broncos hockey bus collided in Saskatchewan last April. But did you hear, too, that uh, someone wrote a book about the crash, like talk to yeah. uh, various family members and everything and released it. And then the family members were like, oh, we don't want this out. Yeah, exactly. So it was like Dr. Heath, who was a coroner person and was a old yeah veterinarian before yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, he just wanted to be the first one to tell the story. But yeah, all the families didn't approve it. Just heartbreaking. So they're all encouraging you not to go buy that book. Yeah. It's just not for the good reasons right it's not for good reasons that's a story that should be left to the families to tell yeah when they're ready for it exactly it's like maybe even it's this book was is going to be released but it's down the line if the family members are saying too soon dude Mm -hmm. too soon respect that yeah retailers have been like pulling it off the shelves as well right The provincial government says 1,500 jobs have been saved with the Paper Excellence Canada buying Catalyst Paper. There are three operations, one in Powell River, one in Port Alberni, and one in Crofton. The province says Catalyst Paper manufactures 1.3 million tons of pulp and paper products. Victoria's 2018 cruise ship season saw close to 640,000 visitors and 260,000 crew members. The final ship call is this Sunday at Ogden Point. The Greater Victoria Harbor Authority estimates the cruise ships contribute one, oh, let's see, uh, Oh, $130 million to the local economy. Wow. Holy, that's a lot of money. And you know what else they don't do? It really is take out parking spots downtown. No, no, right? just, just, just brings them in, dumps them off, and then you just walk into town. There you go. That's it. It just like, doesn't take up parking spots. And when we get the Uber running, you imagine? Boom. Let's get it rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Our Place Society is asking the greater Victoria area to donate blankets and sleeping bags. Director of Communications Grant McKenzie says it's part of a homeless action week. We find that, you know, as we try and open up more shelter spaces and even as we see people who are living on the streets, that blankets and sleeping bags are are always high demand times. We wanted to try and stockpile to get ready for the winter. So they're hoping to get 500 blankets and 300 sleeping bags by October 21st. That's pretty quick. So if you have any at home that you don't use that often, maybe uh, consider donating it to our place.
And today is International Day of the Girl. And to celebrate, former Le- uh, First Lady Michelle Obama launched a new program to empower adolescent girls around the world through education. As of today, more than 98 million adolescent girls are not in school. And the Global Girls Alliance was created to take action to help youth and the grassroots leaders working to educate them. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.